Hey, how are you today? It is June 22nd, 2018. As you can tell, I have done away for now with the theme song. It was confusing some people. Um, 30 seconds of music, I guess they thought they clicked on the wrong thing and it was just a song. So yeah, just going to be me talking right now. Uh, I want to talk about something that's really important. I want to talk about a Satan's greatest trick, I believe, that's going on today. And that is uh, using tradition, the tradition of men, and using fear, because that's one of his ultimate tools is fear. Because when we talked about this in an earlier podcast, Jesus always addressed his disciples and said, fear not, and doubt not, and have faith, and I am with you, and lots of things like that. He spoke out against fear. Uh, we, we talked about living in fear uh, is actually living in bondage still to sin. And that's not what we want to do as Christians. But the main main point of this message is going to be uh, the tradition of men in church, their interpretation of Scripture and the modern church, and Satan's role, I believe. Because, you know, uh, Satan's always looking especially to dissuade people who believe in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, he's not worried about non-Christians. He already has them. So what's he going to do? He's going to come and attack uh, believers. Well, there's an important thing, though. See, uh, right before Jesus uh, ascended into heaven after he rose from the dead, he said he was going to send us a helper, uh, and that was the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, previously in my past, I had always believed that the Holy Spirit was given to you when you believed in Jesus, that you had the Holy Spirit, and that uh, it helped you interpret Scripture, and that was pretty much it. That's been taught, you know, for a few thousand years, and it has crept into the church, and I believe that pastors have been made complacent. You know, myself included, uh, for a while, you know, I taught this. You know, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit when you are saved, when you have faith in Christ Jesus. You know, when you say that prayer. But I find in Scripture that's not the case. Because in the book of Acts, there's plenty of instances where our believers, and believers that had already been baptized with water... You know, it was a major issue, and they called down John and Peter to lay hands on them that they be baptized with the Holy Ghost. You know, and that's that helper that Jesus Christ was talking about. I don't believe that Jesus was telling his disciples, I'm going to send you a way to interpret Scripture. See, because Scripture wasn't wasn't written. And I don't believe he was, he was talking about, uh, I, I'm going to send you a helper that's going to seal you as a believer you know because because what's that what's that going to do you know even satan believes that jesus uh died on the cross and rose from the dead you know but he's not saved he's not going to heaven but the commandments were to go out baptize make disciples of all nations and part of every single baptism that's in 
the New Testament, uh, it goes along with also, okay, does this person who has been baptized and believes have the Holy Ghost? And when they did not, what did they do? They went and they got John and they got Peter to lay hands on them. And then they received the Holy Ghost. And then Simon, the sorcerer, was trying to pay them to teach him how to do this. So see, when they laid hands on them to receive the Holy Spirit, they didn't just get a fuzzy feeling. They didn't just get a, a knowledge that they were saved and going to heaven. You know, it was something spectacular to trick this magician of the time. Uh, you know, and that's what he thought it was. He thought it was a trick. Well, it was such a tremendous trick that he said, teach me how to do this and I'll pay you. What, how much money do you want? I want this power too. You know, but that power wasn't for him because he wasn't a believer in Jesus Christ. He wasn't a believer that Christ rose from the dead. See, so the Holy Spirit's not for sale, but the Holy Spirit is for use. It's for use by Christians. But you got to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Well, we have to look in Scripture as to what it is. You know, we got to look at Acts eight fourteen through sixteen. You know, we got to look at that. We got to look at the fact that when you are baptized in that water and come up out of that water, a new creature in Christ. If you do not receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you need to be praying until you get that gift. Because that's what Jesus said he was going to do. He said he was going to send us a mighty helper. He didn't say he was going to send us a Bible translator. He said he was going to send us a mighty helper. And when we put on the full armor of God, how can we put on that full armor of God? Well, the full armor of God includes the power of the Holy Ghost. So if you don't have that, if you're not incorporating the Holy Ghost and the gifts that come with it into your life, I challenge you to read through Acts again, word for word, and do it with a non-biased and a non, well, I've always grown up and always believed this way, kind of a way. You know, because that's what I did. And I've come to the conclusion that, yes, uh, uh, with a Bible study with a pastor friend of mine, a good friend, and a good pastor, you know, he was able to show me that every instance where when someone was baptized after Jesus' death and resurrection, every baptism, there was, there was a pattern, as he put it. There was water baptism, and there was a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And what accompanies that? The signs of the Holy Spirit. Tongues. Things like that. These things scare Christians nowadays. Uh, people think, well, okay, they might be real, but they're not needed, etc., uh, etc. Et I'm here to tell you that's letting the devil win. You know, why would we not want to have the full power that Christ promised us before he went up into heaven to make a place for us? Why would we not want that? I'll tell you who would want us to not want that, and that's Satan. Because that makes Satan all the more powerful to mess in your life, to mess in your loved one's lives, to mess in the church, to make the church even talk down on uh, the Holy Spirit's gifts, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to totally do away with it. You know, why are we not, as a Christian body, acting like the first Christian churches? 
Why are we not doing this? Why have we went away from it? You know, whether it be the Catholic Church, you know, forming up and taking hold and, and getting kingdoms and maybe tearing, tearing down that and putting its own traditions of men in, you know, whether it be that or whether it be, you know, uh, the Reformation, uh, where they believe that the gifts of the Holy Spirit have ceased, which I'm here to tell you, uh, the gifts of my Holy Spirit have not ceased. Uh, I have seen miracles. I have prayed for miracles. Miracles have happened. Uh, I have speak, spoken tongues. I still do speak in tongues. So I'm here to tell you, as a sincere, not blasphemer, I would not make this stuff up. If you ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit with a true and contrite heart, and don't give up until God sends it, because God does everything in His timing, you know, have people that have the Holy Spirit pray over you. You know, do these things so you can get that tool that you need to live in this world. Because this world right now is evil, you know. It's full of demonic forces all around us. I'm sure we can at least agree on that, that Satan is out to seek, kill, and destroy. Well, if he can seek, kill, and destroy, the number one tool that Jesus left us with after he went to heaven, then he's won. He's won. So I'm here to encourage you, you know, as we pray, uh, I, I'm going to pray a prayer of encouragement. And I want you to please take my suggestions. Because, you know, in 2000, when I first believed in God at all, now I was a Catholic. 2007, I became a Reformed Baptist. You know, I, I was a Reformed Baptist when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in 2015. And... I didn't use the Holy Spirit even after my baptism of the Holy Spirit, but maybe one or two times until the last year or so. So I've been there. You know, I can definitely say I've been on almost every side of the coin on this. But, you know, where God has led me is to where I'm at right now. And that's, we have to have a belief in the name of Jesus Christ. We have to have a belief and his death on the cross for our sins, that he rose from the dead after three days, that he did send his Holy Spirit as a helper for us, and that we want to, we want to receive that gift, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, because that's the that's the gift that he promised, that's the tool, uh, that's the helper. So you know, it's taken a long time and a lot of study, a lot of prayer-filled study. But that's the conclusion that I've come to, and that's this message that I'm sharing with you right now, and I'm going to end this with a prayer. Uh, in, in Jesus' mighty name, I ask that any believer out there who's having any doubts towards the fact that uh, the Holy Ghost is relevant today, and not only relevant but needed, Lord God, soften their hearts. Uh, let them understand through scriptures. Let them understand through the first church of Acts, you know, how you set up your church to work. You know, how you, how you set up, uh, the body of believers to lay hands on people, to pray for healing, to use your Holy Spirit, uh, to recognize that tongues accompany the baptism of the Holy Spirit and that they should pray for this. Because it's all throughout, it's all throughout the beginnings of the church. And there's no reason whatsoever, Lord God, that I've seen why that would have stopped. You know, people try to come against it with arguments of that was only for the day of Pentecost. That was only for when it very first arrived. But yet we see, though, for years, years afterwards, 
that's what they did. That's one of the steps they did with new believers is they laid hands and they prayed for them to get the Holy Ghost. And I think that was a very important thing. And I thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, may somebody be touched. May somebody come to saving faith in Christ. And may they just reach out, read the Bible, find a good Bible-believing church, and use the Holy Spirit. Bottom line. I love you all in Christ Jesus' name. Amen.